And we are live with another episode of Bleed Off Talk. We are back for the season with myself, Caitlin, and joined as always by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. How are you? Yeah, pretty, pretty good. Now, it's funny because it sounds like, oh, we haven't talked in in months, right? Wrong. We talk every day. We just, <laughs> every day. We just don't hit record. Um, but now we hit record to talk specifically about baseball. And we miss some stuff. We miss Scott Rowland going into the Hall of Fame. Um, yes. I thought this, you know, I think eventually he deserved it. But the fact that other guys didn't get in, like Todd Helton and Billy Wagner, I thought that was kind of bullshit. Yep. Um, I think we did talk about Fred McGriff getting uh, voted in for the Legends Committee or whatever it is. Yes. I think we talked about that. Um, what else did we miss? Oh, well, okay. We could we could talk about one specific player uh, in a little bit. Um, because in this episode, we're going to talk about since the off season is over, spring training, uh, team started reporting the last you know basically this week. Um, the the winners and losers of the MLB offseason. So, Gabe, start with a winner. Who won? Uh, I like what the Phillies did. I like what the Phillies did a lot. Adding uh, adding Turner to that offense, and then, I mean, and defensively, putting him at shortstop. Uh, and uh, also a full season of Brandon Marsh now in center. I, I love what they did. And uh, the pitching staff is coming back. Healthier, uh, Bryce. Uh, do they know how is he going to be out at all? I, I, I think it's one of those things where he'll play, but he just won't play the field. Yeah, which is so. I think is fine. Honestly, I mean it sucks because like, I think we talked last year he might. I mean now that they got Marsh, maybe not, but he was their best defensive outfielder, mm-hmm. maybe. <laughs> but um, I really like what the Phillies did. I think Turner is gonna. I think he's going to be so solid for them. And it, like we've already talked about it, it's scary because it's a 10-year deal. But like you said, the first five years of that deal, if they win a ser- World Series, they did everything they wanted to do. So I like what they did. Yeah, I don't know. Did you see the TikTok about how they they kind of fixed Nick Cassiano's um, field? Yes. Yeah, how they, they made were... him play in and to the left or yeah. into the right. Yeah. So Because he's better going. Wait, he's, no, he he's better going. He plays yeah, deep. He... Yeah, right. he plays deep into yeah. like kind of near the gap because his strength is is coming in towards the line, playing right yes. field, yeah. and he became <laughs> a hilarious, pretty good defender. And I think it was, what was it, game one of the World Series? You know, he makes that slide yeah. catch, um, kind of saving that game. So yeah, the Phillies definitely. I mean, you went from D.D. Gregorius to Trey Turner. I would say that's a that's a major dub, uh, in my book. Um, yes. I'm going to talk about probably the biggest loser of the MLB offseason is Carlos Correa. <laughs> because the guy who signed with or agreed to terms with three different teams and each team or, you know, each contract lost a significant portion of his money. Um, first, he was going to the Giants. And they had a press conference all ready to go. And literally at the last moment, right before the press conference, they canceled it. And they're like, well, hold up there, player. You hear Teddy Long's music in the background. <laughs> and um, so it's like, oh, 
He's going to the Mets now. Nope. And then the and then it was just like this weird, what was it, a couple weeks where everybody like everybody's just literally just waiting. It's like, is he gonna play with the Mets? Like, is he still a free right. agent? Like, what the hell's going on? I mean, the owner of the Mets, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Cohen. Yeah, Cohen. He's talking about Correa. Like, even before he signed, like, oh, he's the he's the type of guy we need. He'll probably play third base, blah, 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 blah. And then he's going to start the season in back in Minnesota on, a, <laughs> like, a six-year deal. Was it six years? Like, $200 million, I think. Yeah. Yep. Um, I just... It's crazy how that worked out, all because of a physical that, you know, there were some red flags for some teams, but no red flags for other teams. I, I don't know. I saw a, a, another video on TikTok about it and something about, like, his legs and how they're kind of, um, like, I, I don't know. It was It was something with, like, his base. Where people were kind of speculating, right? but who knows? You know what I mean? And that's the. I'd say he broke it his his first year playing. Yeah, he's pro he ball, slid, right? Yeah, he like slid into third and has a plate, uh, like his shin or something. Yeah, which is weird because it's like like you said, he's played with it now the whole time, and he's and never nothing, really had a no. significant injury. But what people were saying was he he did have uh, he did have some back issues last year, and. Uh what people were saying was that probably has a lot to do with it. Um, and that pe- that teams were kind of scared off long-term with it. Um, even cause he's only man. like, tw- cause he's only like what? 28, 29. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, he went from, like you said, making all that money to give me still making a shit ton of money. He just, and honestly, is it sad that like, ah, I know it's going to sound like I'm biased, but he doesn't scare me. No. Being on the twins? Okay. No. I didn't make sure that wasn't. I think you said it the one time and I thought about that forever. Like he really doesn't. No, uh, and you know, maybe I think the twins are gonna be better. Just like overall. I still have kind of questions about their consistency with their their bullpen. Um, just because I mean it just kinda kind of deteriorate deteriorated after having some names last year, um, that right. second half of the year. But the, honestly, the guy who scared me the most in that lineup is now playing second base for the Marlins in Luis Arias. Yep. So. Yeah, exactly. And I I love Byron Buxton. He's one of my favorite players in in baseball. But dog, like he can't stay healthy. And it's I say I think we talked about it last year one one year over hundred games, right? Is by that one year of like, yeah, I think it was a hundred over hundred twenty games. Yeah, which is. Like you said, he's if he plays one sixty, if he plays one fifty, he's probably a top three center fielder in baseball. Yeah, imagine if they hell just think one thirty, you know, just yeah. just twenty <laughs> more games of of you know his career high. But I don't know, and I know they want to sign Michael A. Taylor and stuff, so that's probably a nice insurance plan. Have Buxton DH some, but yeah, I don't um, I don't know, I don't know about the yeah. the Twins. I also think one of my other biggest losers, we'll, we'll stay we'll stay in the division, is the Chicago White Sox, uh, losing. And now I just sound like a like a hater of all things AL Central because I am. But the fact that <laughs> they lost Jose Abreu, 
they go out and they sign Clevenger pretty early and there's a whole drama with Clevenger so you never know what you know what that's going to be um they signed the biggest contract free agent contract in history to checks notes Andrew Benatendi <laughs> I mean and they're another team that doesn't really stay healthy you know with uh Luis uh Luis Robert um at least I guess the silver lining if you're a White Sox fan is no more Andrew no more like the worst defensive outfield in baseball with Andrew Vaughn and and um I think Gavin Sheets and Wright and obviously Robert's good but when he was banged up I mean it was like 35 year old AJ Pollock in center field right but I feel like they didn't really do much to to significantly upgrade their team I still think they're an unlikable team you know maybe like new blood uh, at the managerial uh, position will will change some things but when you lose like the leader in the locker room in Jose Abreu. I mean, how how can you how can we all sit there and go, yeah, they're going to be better for it? Like I don't know, just just doesn't but, no, I, yeah, I agree. And like you said, like they lost their best hitter and they got back a guy who hits for contact, but really is he's injury prone. Um, and then their biggest they and honestly Johnny Cueto might have been after Cease was probably their best pitcher in the the rotation last year. Lost him. They got back Clevenger. And like you said, Clevenger might not play this year. Yep. So they really only added one guy for the outfield who probably won't play the all 162, not even 150. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And honestly, with one of the losers, my biggest loser on paper doesn't look bad, and that's the Giants. And let me talk. On paper, they only lost, they lost Brandon Belt, which you're like, okay, old guy. Longoria, old guy. Carlos Rondon, you hope they could re- retain him. That's a big loss. But also, if we look just deep into it, a report came out they signed Aaron Judge. The next day, he's a Yankee. A report comes out saying they signed Carlos Correa. It sounds like dotted line. He's about to sign. Fails his physical. Like, that's two big guys they almost had that they didn't get either one of them. So, I mean, I feel like just doing that, your offseason's a failure just because, like, you had so much hope and now – you got, I mean, I guess Mitch Hanniger and Michael Conforto maybe move it a little bit, but, like, they're good players, but they're not Aaron Judge or Correa. And, like, Sean Mejia, has he ever really been good? I feel like we've been thinking he's going to be good for a long time, but I don't think he's he ever was always good against. Good. He was always good against Cleveland when he was wearing a, an A's uniform. That's true. I think the only <laughs> guy I like, I mean, I really like they got back is uh, Jock. And I love Jock. I always be a supporter of Jock. And I like Mitch Hanniger. Like I said, I just don't. I, you can't. You look at those names. You're like, wow, no, they're not the two guys that we should have signed. So, I feel like that just makes them a loser to me. Yeah, I, I, uh, I would, I would tend to agree, especially when the rich get richer for San Diego, going and, get, and getting uh, Xander Bogarts, um, Tatis coming back, um. You know, re-signing you Darvish that they just did a couple of days ago, <clears throat> and then the Dodgers are the Dodgers. So I mean, you can't can't diss them at all. Right. I mean, yeah, they lost Trey Turner, but I mean, Gavin Lux is still a really good middle infielder. They got a lot of top prospects still. I mean, they're, they're that's what's crazy about the Dodgers. They got all these guys, and <clears throat> you know, their pitching's deep, and you know, they could spend out the wazoo. And they still have all these top prospects. 
where um they're gonna we're gonna see uh them actually get a chance to play in in the uh, Dodger blue um but yeah I would I would tend to agree with uh with the Giants being kind of a downer um I think a team that you know maybe they didn't do a lot but the St Louis Cardinals huh? mostly because yeah. everybody else in that division didn't really do much. Yeah, really got Swanson, but that was about it. Swanson. Yeah, but I mean that doesn't that doesn't really move right. the needle. That, no. That's one of those things where you get him on your team early, and so for the next few years, like you could build up. So maybe by year three of that contract, like you're ready to actually contend. Um, True. But you look at the Brewers; they didn't really do much. They what pissed <laughs> off their best pitcher. <laughs> yeah, they traded um, <laughs> Hunter Renfro really early on in the year after he had like a borderline all-star season was he an all-star I don't, I don't think he was I can't re- I can't remember offhand but he might have been he had a really Hunter Renfro has always been good to me but he's always underrated too I mean you see, it every, you see it every year he's on a different team every yeah. two years you're like yeah and he's plays Diego, great defense Bay, you know yeah. Milwaukee you're like uh, okay <laughs> um but you look at the Cardinals and what was their what was their two main things okay did I'm pretty sure they re-signed uh, Paul Goldschmidt because I think he was a free agent. Yep. Um, and really, their weakness was Wilson Contreras or the, at catcher with Yachty retiring mm-hmm. and being forty. And what did they do? They signed probably the best catcher on uh, on the market in Wilson Contreras. So yeah, and and uh, Aaron Arenado didn't yeah. he? Uh, yeah, he, he said he was or recommitted. He opted up. He opted into his rest of his deal, which a lot of people didn't think he would because it wasn't market value. It's actually pretty low. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody that plays for St. Louis loves St. Louis, and especially like you know, you look at their team, um, their outfield with Tyler O'Neill, great, uh, like defensively. Uh, Dylan Carlson has been a top prospect for years now, and then Lars Newbar, like, I mean, everybody loves Lars Newbar, <laughs> right? Lars Newbar, and thinks you know the sky's the limit for that guy. Mm-hmm. I and agree. Then you, and then you know, second base, you you still have uh, Nolan Gorman, who will have a full year in the majors. Um, obviously, like still Tommy Edmond and and Brendan Donovan and and stuff like that. Like they just got a lot of really talented baseball teams. And just and again, like I said, they're really good too. Yeah, and just looking at it, like nobody made a significant leap in that division. So no, I agree. If you think about it, most of the teams, gave up people. Like an underrated dub, I would say, would be the Pirates. Like they're not going to be good, but they surrounded their really young team with a lot of really, really good veterans. McCut bringing back McCutcheon, Carlos Santana, um, Rich Hill, uh, Austin Hedges. Like, are they going to be good? Yeah. Probably not. But could they be like the twenty eleven, you know, Indians, where they're, you know, like a five hundred team or like five or six games below 500 and be competitive and play, you know, solid baseball with a lot of young guys that, that would get brought up and, and give them, have an opportunity to play. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. And the pirates can always, like you said, those, those bets, they can always flip at the deadline and be even more younger if yeah. they want to. Yeah. Like that's all I, I like what the pirates said. I I have a team here and I want your opinion on them. I'm going to, I'm going to explain them to you. Cause I, this is the weirdest off season in my opinion for a team. Okay. And that is the Toronto blue Jays. Okay. And I want your opinion on them. 
They went out, they they traded one of the best hitters in Teoscar Hernandez, which in my opinion was he's an underrated guy too. I love Teoscar Hernandez. They traded him. Mm-hmm. They traded their top cut catching prospect. I understand they have a lot of catchers, but Gabriel Morano. Oh yeah. Is, yeah, he he is going to be everything in my opinion. Uh, Lawrence Garrell is gone. They'll basically ultimate utility guy. They can do everything for him, and they got they brought in uh, Varsho, who I like, Crape uh, Kiermaier, who defensively is amazing, and they brought in the Genoa High School phenomenon, Chris Bassett. Shout out Chris, <laughs> went to the same high school, same jersey, no big deal. Um, and like I like who they brought in, but also like they gave up a lot. Like I feel like it's just so oh, such a weird off season, like. I thought they gave up a lot for Varshaw, but also he's good enough, but also it feels like a lot. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> but like I don't know. Just they seem and they they paid a lot la- they paid a lot last year for pitching and it kinda underperformed. Underperformed. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean it, look at the I mean, try to rem- I'm trying to remember their pitching staff in last year. I mean, Jose Barrios wasn't they gave him good. a significant mon- uh number, uh, paycheck wise and he wasn't that great. Um Trying to Rahu, the guy from the Dodgers. I can't think of his name. Rahu? Is that Rahu? Oh yeah, Ryu. Yeah, he's been Ryu, he's yeah. been hurt. Yeah. Um what's his name? Tyler Glasnow's been yes. amazing. So I, yeah. I, I will say that. Um but yeah. Uh, I like Var show a lot. I think I mean with the, they had three catchers, and I guess that does <laughs> mean that Alejandro Kirk is going to be their cut like everyday catcher, I guess, because yeah, you keep they you, DH you, Jensen a lot. Well, right, but it's also one of those things where, like, their outfield is going to be Kiermaier in center, uh, Varsho in right, who could also play, who could also catch, but I think he's going to be an outfielder going forward. Um, like, are they going to move? I mean, is Springer going to move the left? Like yeah. going forward, defensively, I feel nasty. But like you said, that's a lot of. And I mean, Springer's <sighs> been you know banged out the last few years. Yeah. If you want to DH him, you know, then like what? It's one of those things. Like, what do you do? Do you maybe uh, what Merrifield goes to the outfield full time because they have Espinal at second, and then do you DH Springer? Kind of like a rotating I mean, DH type of thing, maybe. Yeah, and then you have Jensen as your as your catcher. And then you DH uh, Alejandro Kirk. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, I, the the Teoscar thing was really interesting because they did get Eric Swanson back, who was a really good. I mean, Seattle's bullpen last year. I mean, they just True. had arms yeah. and arms and arms. And to to get somebody like that, I think, is is pretty good. I think when you're looking at it like baseball wise, if I think if you're a fan, you're like, why did they trade an all star outfielder for a relief pitcher? But you know, I think Toronto's hoping like, hey, he could either be our closer or eighth inning guy, and that's what we've needed the last handful of years, like so desperately, because our bullpen has just been just so bad, like so so bad. So um, I get it, and it probably has a lot to do with. I'd have to look it up, but the you know, the amount of, um, I think Teoscar was a free agent at the end of this year. So. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. It's probably one of those things where it's like, okay, we trade him and, you know, maybe, you know, Seattle won another outfielder losing um, uh, Mitch Haneker. 
But man, yeah, that does seem did seem like a lopsided trade. It yeah, just like I said, on paper, it just seems like, but it probably isn't. But it just on paper, it seems like. It. I remember we even put it into the um the trade value thing, and the value was way off too. But I guess but if, but know if, what they're doing. But if Swanson ends up being their closer and ends up being pretty good. Right. One of those probably one of those trades that it is like a win win. That is the one thing about like baseball in general. You I feel like you rarely ever see like a win win trade. Yeah, no, that's true. Because it's either oh I'm this guy like you don't really see him. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm trying to think too. But it's it's always like, oh, this star player got traded for a bunch of prospects. And it's either like one of those prospects are halfway decent and by the time they get called up, you forgot about the player that was traded. Yeah. Or or you trade for the, you trade a bunch of prospects for a guy and they either massively perform or they underperform and you're like, why do we trust trade all these guys for you know? And it's like for major for both like major league talents. See that's like another weird part of it. Like they're both like established major league players. Where at least right. with with let's just say like the Dart and Varsho trade. Um Varsho is like like he's been a guy in the majors playing the outfield. I mean so has Guriel, but he's more of like a like like on the fringe of being like a, a everyday left fielder and a like fourth outfielder where you just try to find his bat somewhere. Right. Compared to like Moreno, who, yeah, the the sky's the limit for that guy, but we still don't know. Like we have no idea. Right. So. You know the only win-win trade I can think of, and I don't know if you can say win-win, was Chapman getting traded from the Yankees to the Cubs, <laughs> because the Cubs got Glaber yeah. Torres and Adam Warren. Cubs won a championship, and then he went back to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. You can kind of say it's a win-win for both. Yeah. <laughs> but like, even that took time, I guess, to be a win-win. And I mean, them winning the championship is the ultimate win, right? So right, true, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess you want to say that's a win-win. No, yeah, right. <laughs> like they knew he was—he yeah. was probably going to walk, and they probably had an idea that he was going to go back to New York. But it's like, hey, you know, if he that's could the move the needle, right? Right. Um, I gave a home runs Roger Davis, but yeah. Another win is our Guardians. I think. Yes, I, think Major I love their off season. Two moves and it was all we needed. I mean, exactly. But two huge, two, two. Uh, sorry, two of the major league moves. They made other moves, but the two major league moves was literally all we needed to happen. Yeah, just think about it. <laughs> Catcher that uh, Austin Hedges was like the worst hitter in baseball in the last three years, and so mm-hmm. you upgrade and defensively that. went down too. I think people forget that also. Yeah, and then. You need a right. You need somebody who could play first base against left-handed. So what did you do? You went and got Josh Bell, who is a switch-hitting first baseman. Who maybe he's not as good defensively as like Josh Naylor, but he's going to be consistent. He fits the profile of your team. I do think I I still find it hilarious that the team that takes the most pitches and, you know, tries to make the most amount of contact and doesn't like to strike out, signed literally the 
the player in the one percentile of strikeouts in and swing and miss with Mike Zanino. <laughs> like, that like is true. the polar, like the polar opposite of Stephen Kwan. I guess you, have, you need one of them. Yeah, well, exactly, and that's the thing. You could have one of them if you have, you know, if you have a bunch of. You know, guys that that are going to make contact, but I I do find I did find that kind of hilarious. Um, no, yeah, that's it's. <laughs> I saw a photo today of Jose Ramirez and Josh Bell at spring training, and I didn't realize how fucking big Josh Bell was. Yeah, he, he made Jose <laughs> look tiny, like tiny. And also, I think the biggest win of the Guardians offseason is K. I'll give you one guess. Uh, Owen Miller not being on this team anymore. Bingo. Oh, <laughs> can't catch a ball at first base. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I've I, never been more happy to see somebody leave the team who I actually didn't mind at one time. I don't know if that makes sense, but get out of here. Yeah, the, the Owen Miller at first base experience was definitely an experience. The worst experience. How do you not catch a ball that hits your mitt? He, he did it so much that it was just, it got to a point where it's like, you, you play baseball? Do you know how to catch? Like it's coming at your, it hit your glove. Oh, sorry, it's gonna make me mad again. No, I'm having flashbacks. No, I went. Like, nom. One of the one of the last games of the season. Um, I went. It was I think it was against Kansas City, and there was a there was a play, and he stepped. To, like he, I think he he had his back foot, on, like his back foot was his left foot. At first, and he's right-handed, <laughs> and the, there was a guy behind me, and he was like, I guess because he had the hoodie, and it was like a he's a he was a coach at Case Western Reserves baseball team, and he's just like, how are you in the major leagues, like stepping, you know, you know, reaching for the ball, on a double play with the wrong foot, like what are you doing? Like this makes no yep. sense. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, maybe he, you know, maybe he becomes a solid utility player. I find it funny that Cleveland traded uh, Will Benson and actually got a player back. Who's already. really what Cleveland needs. Well, yeah, not just we just got a player back and we we, we traded a player to be named for Owen. Yeah. Yeah. And we still have no idea, like, if it's just cash, if it's an actual player. <laughs> Who knows? Right. right. I think it's I think it's hilarious how we traded Nolan Jones and Will Benson, who I think we all like. I don't think anything no Cleveland fan dislikes them, mm-hmm. but they're two guys who don't fit what Cleveland does anymore when it comes to misrate and all that kind of stuff. Yep. And they got back two guys who are phenomenal in that, and they're still young. They could not pan out. You never know, but like they got two guys who fit what the organization wants to do. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to see like in real time them them shit like. Like them shifting their philosophy on things. Yes. Because I think, and we'll talk about it more with the Guardians. But I, I have a, my my hot take for the year is that Will Will Brennan is going to put is going to get more at bats this year than Miles Straw. Oh shit! I like you. Know, you know what's funny? My hot take was I think, uh. Valeria has more than Straw. Yeah, I, yeah, I could say that. I could, I but, could see. But that. I, I wouldn't mind Brennan either. See, I could see that, 
But I think Brennan could play a more natural uh, center field. I think well, Valera's with my oh, case, I think Quine goes to center. That was my thing. If it end up happening like that, but yeah, no. Yeah, no. But I, I like no. I like I like your thing. That makes more sense. I love I like Will Brennan a lot. I do too. I do too. Uh, silly another... Willie. <laughs> yeah, silly <laughs> Willie. Um, another. I I want to say so. I would have said L, but they did end up resigning their franchise player. Um, so I guess it's like kind of a wash is Boston. They let Xander Bogarts go for literally nothing when they could have resigned him last year for basically the same deal that he got from uh, San Diego. And then there was all the speculation, but they did re-sign Rafi Devers long-term, which is great yeah. for them. But I feel like that team just has no direction at all. Well, yeah, and Trevor Story's out for the year? Is it the Close year? To it. Yeah, because it's Tommy John yeah. surgery, right? So the, I heard, yeah, I heard that TK might be playing shortstop this year. Um, So I... <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, I don't the know main, what they, they're The main is. prospect in the Mookie Best trade got DFA'd in Jeter yeah, Downs. Yeah, Jeter Downs. Yeah. It's and they and they signed that uh Japanese player, I believe yep. he was Japanese. I don't I yeah, don't yeah. know his guy's name. Yeah. But I know like a lot of people know in like baseball said they overpaid by a lot. Which who knows? But like I yeah, their whole cause they lost they lost Bogart, so the next day they signed that guy. Yeah. It was like what's going on? Because like you would think you'd keep Bogarts, and also like Padres getting Bogarts—that's a huge W for them. Like, ah, it's just that. Uh, yeah, Boston—they—they've they, been pissing me off. And Jared Kobias or Curious on a. Uh, oh, Jared, Twitter. yeah, Curious, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. Um, I'm trying to think. Another just—I would say dub, but it is this team, so. You take it with a grain of salt. But overall, I've liked what the Angels have done. I don't know if they're going to be good or not. <laughs> yeah, I like but, what they did. But, you know, they they seem like a more competent baseball team. So, good for yeah, them. Yeah, they're trying, at least. Uh, same same with the Rangers. I mean, DeGrom. Any, I mean, anytime you sign DeGrom, like, major dub to you. So Yeah. Well, and the Mets. I mean, we, I, we didn't yeah. talk about the Mets. The Mets got, I mean, Verlander, uh, they had Korea they for got. Yeah. 10 days. They spent like $600 million this offseason. I'm pretty sure something like that. I mean, they, they had a fucking... Who oh, they and then, Verlander, that and then guy. They re, and then they re-signed. But, yeah, then they re-signed, like, you know, Nimmo. They re-signed yeah, Jeff Diaz to a long-term deal. Diaz. Um, uh, Adam O. Yeah, Adavito. Yep. Oh, and they signed Omar Navarez. I didn't know that. And they got the fuck, and they got the human boxer Tommy Pham. I mean, they're not losing. No, no. But it, it sucks. It, it's funny to know that you lost Jacob Degrom, and you might have got a better pitcher back. How many times can you say that? Yeah, and somebody who's going to stay relatively more healthy. Yeah, who's way older. Way older. Gonna, yeah, yeah, he's going to be like he's forty. Be he's forty. Yeah, that is pretty hilarious. That's crazy. Um. I know we're going through basically every team, but the Braves, Dub, getting Sean Murphy. That was a weird trade, yes. though. I mean, uh, okay, let me rephrase. I said the Brewers didn't do anything. They did get uh, William Contreras, who I really like. But yeah. for him to just for be a everyday DH for them. Or... The Brewers, like, let's offer you a fifth-round pick, and you give me your starting catch. They're like, okay. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> they're like, uh, sounds good, Chiefs. Uh, thanks. Um, But, yeah, I uh, 
I was a little surprised because now if you look at the Braves, they still have they got Murphy. They still have Travis Darno. Um yeah. at least as far as I remember. Um they re signed a bunch of their guys uh to they got Jordan Lupo. They did. So I mean lefty masher. Lefties, yeah. I guess really and they got an underrated move they did too is getting Nick Anderson from the Braves. Oh, Two years yeah. ago, he was one of the best relievers in baseball. Last yep. year, he was hurt. Yep. And they released him. And that's a that could be a huge signing. I wanted I wanted the Guardians to be all over him, but obviously, I get why he went to the Rays. But that could be a really good signing. Yeah, they they tend to do that every year. They did that um with Kirby Yates. I think it was last year. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, I uh I like uh overall I I liked what what the Braves had done. I think it's still like a. Like it, like that division is just so, it's so good, especially now with you know the Phillies. You know, with the momentum from last year, they actually have a, a, a good manager. They actually have right, like you were saying, you know, like their defense is going to be improved. They have a legitimate all star, like the top shortstop in the game. Um, so yeah, it, it should be interesting with what they do. Um, Diamondbacks, I like a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, Diamondbacks. I mean, yeah, you trade like we said, trade Dart and Walshaw. Walshaw. Wow, that's <laughs> but they got a lot back though. I mean, they they, and they got Kyle Lewis. Yeah, Kyle Lewis. Um, I'm trying to think. Andrew Tappan, they got too. I'm trying to think. Uh, Miami. I, I mean, as as much as we joke about Miami, I think you know Pablo Lopez is he's really good, but again, he's a little little inconsistent at times. And to get a consistent hitter like Luis Araya, I, I really like that. Moving Jazz to center should be really, really interesting too. Um, yeah, and they got and I like the other the underrated moves too, like Segura. I like uh, I like Johnny Cueto could bring help that rotation. Just I don't know, be a the veteran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I and like that. they're both gonna. I mean, he's gonna eat innings. We know El Contra eats innings like like nobody. Right. So we'll and that see. Bulb, and that rotation's so good that they couldn't make. It's kind of like the Guardians can do. They they traded from their strength because their strength is so good, and they have so many pieces in there. Oh, and then they traded JJ Day to Oakland for for uh Bolts. Yeah, the which lefty, is basically like, just a first round for first round. Yeah, and I mean, Bolts is 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 really good. I, I mean, the fact that it was like JJ Day that honestly that felt like you know. Like what Cleveland could have, you know, offered uh like Nolan Jones for him. Like I feel like that kind of around yeah. around the same I, I kind of Cleveland vibe. Was like, we just want the forty man. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, like Oakland, what the hell are you doing? But it is what it is with them. Dude, they they make no sense to me. They traded away everybody, think they're done, and then they sign a bunch of dudes to one year deals who look like who are actually like <laughs> decent players. Like it yeah. makes no like. Diaz and Peterson, like what are we? Yep. I don't know. Did they just piss Aguilar? I, I every year I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And somehow, I don't even know, dude. I, they pissed me off. Also, I I don't like what the Orioles did. I know they didn't really have to do much, but I think their their rotation was their, their rotation. biggest weakness. Yep. And, and they, they didn't really add didn't to do it. Much to... Yeah. yeah you, I don't think yeah. Kyle Gibson moves it before me at all. Yeah, you could make the argument that Kansas City did more to help their rotation than. Then Baltimore yeah. did. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that at all. But the biggest loser, and to kind of wrap this all up, are the 
I believe it's 16 teams that have Valley Sports as their broadcast uh, team. Because where, where where's baseball? Like, you know, is it going to be number one? You can't. You can barely find it if you don't have cable anyway, right? You need to log in. You need, you know, you need the homies login or something like that. But now these teams, because they file for bankruptcy, they're not going to get their their yearly revenue, which is a significant portion of these teams' payroll. Like Cleveland's supposed, you know, gets forty million dollars for them. Well. Shit! In, in next year, are they going to be in the same boat that they were the year after the pandemic? Oh or, yeah, we're, like, we're, we're, Jose Ramirez might be the only guy on the roster next year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, just major L's to the 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 Valley sports people because man, uh, it's just so. baseball in general is yeah. an L for that because blackouts it just fucking sucks. Yeah. Well, Gabe, I think it was a nice little episode. If you want to shout out the Twitter and whatnot. Yeah, uh, you can follow me at YanezGabe13, uh, Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-1-3, and then also follow the Twitter account at Leadoff Talk. That is L-E-A-D-O-F-F-T-A-L-K. And you know where to follow me. So as always, friends, take it easy.